Sans Pants Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. Hey, what's up? It's Thomas Nicholas, uh, also known as Kevin from American Pie. And when I'm not going the growl, which I think is better known as the tongue tornado, I'm listening to the total reboot with Cam and Alexi. start of something new it definitely is the start of a podcast that's new (laughs) alexi stop laughing get your head in the game this is what i've been looking for reprise (laughs) i'm reading out the titles to songs from the greatest film that i have watched in the last two hours ladies and gentlemen this is total reboot starring Cameron James and Alexi Toliopoulos. <laughs> Hello, I'm Alexi Toliopoulos of those two names you just heard reference to. And uh, today we're at episode two of our John Travolta special, Travolta Reboots. Mm-hmm. All about the films of Johnny T, your favourite actor. My all-time hero, my style idol, my icon, a guy I dream about and also have a weird father figure fixation about him. Yes, this will be my unraveling as this series goes on. <laughs> Last week we talked all about Greece, and today we're talking about a film that, if not a direct ripoff of Greece, is at least an indirect ripoff of Greece. Mm-hmm. Talking, of course, about High School Musical, and joining us is one of the most fabulous musical performers of our generation. <laughs> and he also went to high school at one point, I believe. And he is currently blushing all the way in another city from us. <laughs> he is absolutely wrapped and chuffed by this introduction. One of our favorite podcasters from Don't You Know Who I Am, it's Josh Earl. Hello, the Zach Efron of podcasts. That's me. That that's, is that that's incredible. I mean, that's why we got you because Zac Efron has yeah. iconic hair in this movie, and of all the comedians <laughs> that we know, you are someone who has rocked some iconic hairdos. And hair don't. I would have been looking. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a lot of hair don'ts. <laughs> Thanks for joining but us, yeah, Josh. Rocked, I rocked an Efron look a bit earlier than he did, though. But I've got wavy hair, so it, it suited me. It wasn't like this straight <laughs> Ellen-style hair that he had. <laughs> he does have a bit of an Ellen going on in this movie. And it's interesting you say straight Ellen, because I've heard some things about her that she might not be that way. Yeah, that's. I don't know if you guys have been following the news lately, but there's a lot of rumours out there that Ellen is gay. <laughs> I, I've been watching the Ellen show from the 90s, and there, it's heavily hinted that she might be gay. And I heard some news that she was going to come on Oprah one day and talk about some stuff. And we don't mean the gay as in happy. That no, is not, no, 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 no. Though I think she is Behind closed happy. doors. Oh. Yeah, behind, behind closed doors, I think she's incredibly happy and nice to her staff. That's, that's what well, I've heard. I've heard she's so nice. She always tells people to be kind, so, yeah. you know. And she's got the dancing. She's lovely. 
Exactly. She's got the freaking dancing. Before we get into this high school musical bizzo, Josh, I would love to ask you in the tradition of Travolta reboot, do you have feelings towards John Travolta? I do like John Travolta. I feel sorry for John Travolta. Is that yes? That's what fine. most That's people totally do. Totally fine. I think yeah. that you're allowed to feel sorry for him. He's an incredibly empathetic person, and <laughs> he's gone through some tough times. I know, but I'm I'm finally glad that he's now decided to de-wig. That is yes. the best news for him. Get he rid of the wig. The Ellen took off the Ellen dude. <laughs> Show everyone, he's removed the mask to show everyone what a perfect dome he has. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. beautiful bald head. I and love the it. The shape of that thing. My God, you've been hiding yeah. that with some disgusting wigs for like two generations. <laughs> Did you guys on. see the, um, the news report that he was inspired to shave his head by Pitbull? Yeah, I oh. saw it. The musician Pitbull said, dude, you've got a beautiful dome. Let the world see your dome. Mm-hmm. And Pitbull also has a beautiful head shape as well. They became fast friends, yeah. and then John Travolta played Pitbull in a music video. Really? Yes. There's a Pitbull music video where the whole time you're seeing Pitbull's gorgeous chrome dome from the back, <laughs> and he's got all these babes dancing around him. And then he stands up, the camera spins around, and it's John Travolta. You're seeing Jonathan Travolta face first, baldo, with babes, dancing to Pitbull. Imagine if they did a face-off nice. reboot. Oh, my yeah. God. Pitbull and Travolta. Oh, well, There's on. no point. They're the same. That's <laughs> true. It's just like when now, people draw faces on eggs. Yeah. My, my other John Travolta memory is when I was in year eight. Do you know at the start of the year, you always had to write down a bit about yourself for your new teachers? Sure. I wrote my favorite film of all time was Michael starring John Travolta <laughs> where he plays an angel. <laughs> Come down to heaven. Oh, come to, yeah. oh, Alexi loves that movie too I have a real soft spot for that movie I say that John Travolta is my dance idol I love to dance And it's not yeah. Saturday Night Fever It's not Grease It is the way he dances in Michael that I yeah. interpret It's so good dude <laughs> That movie rocks Was it really well, your favourite movie Or was it just you'd seen it And you it, it feels was- like an adult movie yeah, the last movie I'd seen at the cinema, I reckon. I reckon that's what... Because I remember in, like, year six, I put down my favourite movie was Don't Tell Mum the Babysitter's Dead. That was... Oh, wow. my God. There's my no way favorite. you liked that movie. Christina Applegate. Yeah, I liked it. Mm. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, we're learning a little bit about you on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to put that in my notes. Josh Earl is straight. Okay, I've got it. We got the scoop, baby. Straight out of the Applegate with Josh Earl. <laughs> Um, that's awesome. I remember saying that my favorite movie was Fierce Creatures. And oh. I, I don't think I like Fierce Creatures. Sensational movie. Fred Skepsi, Australian director, and one of my all-time <laughs> heroes, Mr. Kevin Klein. Yeah, you do like Kevin Klein. I obsess with him. He'll be next. We're going to do a Kevin Klein new series <laughs> the one Kevin day. The Kevin Decline. The Kevin Decline. We talk about the movies as they got worse and worse over his career. <laughs> But now, also, really, I, Josh, my favourite movie at that age was also a Nora Ephron joint. It was You've Got Mail. Oh, you just love the fact that people were getting emails. You I love enough it. of the information <laughs> superhighway. <laughs> we didn't have that in Australia yet. And it was like, wow, I'm getting a, peer, a little peep into the future. This was science fiction to me. You didn't care about the love story. You were no. like, come on, just send another freaking email. I'm trying to figure out how it works. I love this tech shit going on. I just seen Tron and I was like, 
Fucking hell, it's coming into the real <laughs> world now. <laughs> Tron is real. <laughs> See, you asked me as well before, had I seen Greece? And my mm. first experience with, with Greece, though, was watching my auntie perform in a local production oh. by the Bernie players of Greece, where they came, the, the men came out pushing a little toy car as their, their big car, the big hot rod they were doing. And I, from that <laughs> moment on, I thought, this is the theatre, this is for me. I love this. Oh, wow. You were transported by the magic of greased up hairs. From the who Bernie Little Theatre. Yeah, who was she? Do you know who she played? Uh, she played uh, Rizzo. Oh, oh beautiful part. Oh, father. To see your auntie be one of the most sexually promiscuous, <laughs> exciting characters on in film and stage history, that would be terribly exciting for a young fella. Well, she was she was a she was a drama teacher. She was the first person wow. in my family to go on to uni to study drama teaching. Oh the my dark god! Arts. What a waste of going to uni. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at all of us. What are we doing? That's less than being a drama teacher. One of the most noble well, professions. That's true. That's true. Well, what's Auntie Rizzo up to now? She's a she's a principal now. She's she's made her way up the ranks. Arnie Cassidy, a principal in a school in Tasmania. Wow. That is yeah. a success story. Yeah. Shout out to Yola High. Shout out to Yola High, where I hope yeah. a bunch of teenagers Yola. are getting laid this year. I hope they are taking precautions. <laughs> There's some nasty business out there in the wilderness today. There's some uh, really disgusting things that can happen to your downstairs <laughs> departments. Trust me on that. <laughs> Well, the movie we're here to talk about today is a movie that delightfully rips off Greece. Uh, similar premise, t- different execution, I would say. Um, and I am excited to talk about High School Musical. Had you ever seen it before, Josh? I had never seen it. I had an opportunity to see it once when I was in <laughs> Launceston. Pray tell. <laughs> when I was in Launceston in 2010... I was doing a gig, and then after the gig, some people invited me back to their house for a bit of a house party, some kick-ons. Awesome. All right, this is... And I got back there, and all they did was they put on High School Musical and sat around watching that. And these were all adults. And I was like, oh my nah, I'm, I'm leaving. This is yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't I'm like going, that. <laughs> I don't like that. Were they ironically yeah. watching it, or were they actually into it? Well, they say they're ironically watching it, but they were really, you could tell they were really into it. They were singing along and stuff. They were singing along. They were like, oh, this bit's coming up. And uh, it was, yeah, I was like, I'm going to go. That's one of those moments where you realize you're in like, actually you're in a Hillsong group or like a Bible group or something. And you're like, oh, okay. I see the vibe here. Mm. This is good. I got to, I'm about to get converted. There there were a lot of human movement movements. Studies. That, that's oh, what they were studying. Yeah. Human movement. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. the kids who just didn't want to finish, never wanted to give up PA at school. God, I don't want to. I didn't want to give up PA. Yeah. Was, I'm still learning about the body today. <laughs> There's some oh. funny stuff going on. I don't know. It's the same thing as being a film student. You never stop learning. <laughs> Cameron's learning every day new things about the human body, and he told me he starts every day with a beep test. I do a beep test <laughs> to warm up the cockles and a full body examination. 
to see what's changed and what's new and what's exciting. Well, doctors recommend that. So, <laughs> Cameron, have you ever seen High School Music before? Never seen it. It had been on. Uh, I was at a party in 2010, and we invited this comedian over to, <laughs> to, to watch it with us. We we're all trying to fuck him, actually, and but he left. <laughs> He left, and then we all fucked after he left. Was <laughs> we wish he stuck around? Oh, gorgeous hair on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had never seen this, but I would say I I was the exact like wrong age bracket for this movie. I was probably like fourteen when this movie came out, uh, and I yeah. was previously I was a Disney Channel kid. I love Disney Channel. I was obsessed with the stuff. I like uh, what? What's a Disney Channel? <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, know apart from Scrooge McDuck and shit like that. Yeah, well, it was cartoons. Scrooge McDuck and shit like that, Darkwing Duck, Gummy Bears, <laughs> all of that shit. Right. But also, like when they had that the tween content, I was mad onto the tween content. There was a show called So Weird. It's on Disney Plus now. That was like X Files for kids. That followed this girl. Uh, whose mom was a country music singer, and they toured all around America on this giant tour bus. And then there would be mysteries around about aliens and cougars that come uh, to life and stuff like that. So I, I remember <laughs> said, a show. It's like you're making this up. <laughs> it was a good show. It was like X Files for children. I loved it. I loved like the Princess Diaries, and I would always they would have makings of of the big movies on the TV, on TV. And then, so I was just a little bit too old for this. And I was like, this is so lame. Also, I'm going to like a fucking rough public school. So like, this is so unrelatable to me. Like, (laughs) people are getting bashed my age. And then there's all these kids singing and dancing. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm living a gritty life. I don't want this fantasy escapist shit. And then... I moved, and then I was I was also a drama kid amongst all of that stuff. But then uh, around like the second or third movie, people in my school started to ironically like it or kind of be into it. And then it kind of caught on a little bit. But I never I never saw them before. But interestingly, as well, my first job out of uni, I worked at the Disney Channel. Uh, in dreams can come true. Dream, my dream did yeah. come true. My Mickey wish <laughs> happened upon me. When you wish upon a star, and it's another Disney reference, and I wished upon that star, Bob. And what was I... your job? Just making sure that Walt Disney's head remained frozen. <laughs> yes. I had to. Just, I had to pour water. Just on don't the head, flick that sonny. switch. <laughs> I had to pour water in the head so the cube could freeze up another layer Is every day. Is it true day. that your job was subliminally inserting anti-Semitic messages into <laughs> films? I had to digitally erase a porno image from the explo- from the rescuers. From the rescuers. <laughs> I had to digitally erase it myself. But I was like an intern at Disney Channel Australia, and it was kind of interesting to see Disney TV in the wake of High School Musical being this absolute sensation. And I can't really pinpoint how and why this movie caught on so much. But then seeing them trying to like continue or recreate that uh, that little bit of Mickey magic with this by like doing stuff like... There were so many TV movies that were set around high schools and like people singing and dancing. There was one called Teen Beach Musical that, ha- that came out while I was working there. And I think there's sequels to it. And they all really tried to just like recapture the phenomenon that was High School Musical. And uh, did they? 
Well, of course, we're living in the wake of Camp Rock. We love that the launched Camp the Rock Jonas franchise. Brothers. <laughs> oh, that's where they're from. I believe that's Jonas Brothers. She, I mean, I don't far out. Or that's a whole world that I'm not familiar with. Like oh, Zac Efron is the only star that I'm familiar mm. with from these movies, and that's mainly because I know him from his stand-up comedy career. And <laughs> that's he... one of the great comics. <laughs> Zac Efron, we love him in Baywatch, dude. Thank God he got to be in that with one of our icons, The Rock. We all love The Rock in Australia. One of the best comics to ever tour down under. <laughs> but uh, apart from that, I'm not too familiar with it. And It sounds like you're not that familiar with this world either, Josh. This No, I, I didn't even know a song from this movie like normally with like i've not seen frozen but i know let it go sure but yeah with this i didn't know a single song you didn't know breaking free i know i never heard of breaking free i i really liked get your head in the game though that was a good one that's up your alley you're a basketball guy though you love the ball man a big big hoops fan (laughs) as soon as i saw that he was into he was the star player i'm like i'm in I love my people. Shall we begin our discussion on this movie? Let's do it. Let's get our heads into the game. Come on, move it. Let's go. For the East High Wildcats. We are days away from our biggest game of the year. Basketball is everything. Wildcats is everything. You are so dedicated. But when their star player steps off the court. Any last minute sign up. I'd like to audition Miss Darvis. And onto center stage. I'll sing with her. We're soaring, flying. He'll show the entire school there's something to sing about. Is this some kind of joke? You're the team leader, not a singer. Did you ever think maybe I could be both? We're freaking We're free. soaring, flying. Our team is coming apart because of your singing thing. Disney Channel proudly presents a new original musical with the sweet life of Zack and Cody's Ashley Tisdale. Zach Efron, Vanessa Ann Hudgens, and Lucas Grevio. High School Musical. High School Musical, 2006, directed by Kenny Ortega. This movie runs for 98 minutes, approximately. This school rocks like no other. (laughs) (laughs) Troy, the popular captain of the basketball team, and Gabriella, the brainy and beautiful member of the academic club, break all the rules of East High when they fuck. No, no, that's not what it says. (laughs) Ace High Society, when they secretly audition for the leads in the school's musical. As they reach for the stars and follow their dreams, everyone learns about acceptance, teamwork, and being yourself. Wow. Very beautiful message being told in this movie. It's actually hard to criticize the message of this movie because it is positive it is about being yourself which i think is one of the most stunning things a young kid can do <laughs> is to learn to be themselves and fully embrace their personality <laughs> yeah but what i guess what we can talk about cuz yeah i don't really want to criticize that that plot and also it's the plot of greece yes exactly it's the exact same plot of yeah. greece they Let's... meet on vacation they fall in love they're from different cliques and then they Come together at the end, mm. and all their friends become friends too. Very cool. Yeah, they come together. <laughs> they don't actually get to come together in this movie. No, though. separately only. <laughs> well, spo- spoiler alert: there is exactly. a line at the end which which maybe one in- insinuates that he might come at the end. Oh, really? What was the line? What does he say? He says, "Oh, Jesus!" She goes, she goes, 
No, she says, make me some biscuit, some more cookies or bake for And he goes, I might do a creme brulee. Come on. That means- <laughs> oh, yes. Gosh. I'm about That's to That's a Disney cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, there's a lot of coded stuff going on in this movie mm. that we all get through. Just quickly, before we talk about the film itself, I'd love to give a quick shout out to the director, Kenny Ortega. Were you familiar with his work, Josh? No, but the name sounds familiar. What's it, what else has he done? He's mostly a choreographer. So he's he choreographed uh, Michael ja- a lot of Michael Jackson stuff, the mm-hmm. This Is It doco. He directed the This he Is It doco. He directed that as well. He choreographed Dirty oh, Dancing, very well known for yes, that. Yes, I've seen the choreography from that. The choreography in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which mm-hmm. we're all familiar with. And yep. uh, yeah, a lot of other concert things like uh, Gloria Estefan and The Boy From Oz and stuff like mm. that, Hannah Montana. But I quite like his direction in this movie and in Hocus Pocus, Hocus another one of my favourite flicks that yes. is very coded sexual film. Cameron is a big Kathy <laughs> Najimy stan. I actually am a big Kathy Najimy stan. Yes. That's why I correctly identified it. Yes. So a big shout out to Kenny Ortega. <laughs> Um, and a bigger shout out to our dearest Kathy Najimy. We hope you're doing well in these difficult times, Kath. <laughs> we are obsessed with you here at Total Reboot. We and love in you. Australia. Australia loves Kathy Najimy. Bring her back down under for a stand up tour. <laughs> Don't know if she does Do it, but I would love to see her tour Australia. Just Come a, in here. An evening. <laughs> yes. An evening, an with, evening please. with Kathy. An evening with Let Kathy. Let me please. promise She'll you tell this some now. Stories. On behalf of the. The Patreon subscribers of Total Reboot and Don't You Know Who I Am, we will yes. pay for your hotel quarantine, Kathy Najimy, <laughs> so you can be the first performer to tread our boards when Australia comes back. I have a spare room at my house. You can stay here in Melbourne. Oh, Sydney, fantastic. You guys, can, you guys can put her up. Definitely. Yeah. You can crash with us in Sydney, and we know people in Perth and Brisbane. Yes. And and, and, and Tasmania. You can, go, Tasmania. you can go down to Bernie. Exactly. There's a nice theatre there. Najimy, the if, if you, Kathy Najimy, if you're listening to this and you're desperate to play Rizzo in a play, we got <laughs> yeah. contacts. <laughs> and she would play a marvellous Rizzo, if you ask me. She would. She would. So huge shout out to them. Um, but let's let's focus back on this movie for a second. Oh, gosh. Let's hocus focus back on this movie. <laughs> Can we talk about the similarities between this and Greece? Because okay. they are evident, but then the the the, the things that t- send them apart are very interesting to me. Because yes, like Greece, we do have star-crossed lovers that meet on vacation. But however, Greece, they're meeting on the beach and having a beautiful, gorgeous time in the sun. Here, different seasons. They meet in the snow. They meet in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> no one will ever put those two things together. <laughs> And then they meet at this gorgeous teen retreat at the snow. Oh, it's the kids' disco. The kids' disco where all the kids are hanging out. They're doing karaoke. And then who should begin (laughs) to sing together, much like they do in Greece? The Sandy and the Danny of this universe, Zachary Efron and Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Now, is that a middle name? Yes, it's credited as Vanessa Ann Hudgens in this movie. Did you? What did you guys think of the, the first scene where they sing together, <laughs> the device of it being a karaoke night? Yeah. Did you think that was a cool and clever way to introduce us to the world? 
of musicals or did you get frustrated that it wasn't a real song? Oh, yeah, this karaoke night that's like um, just picking people at random to do duets together that are of original songs Mm. that don't exist in our world. It's also just in a ski lodge, but they've got like enough lights in the top that they can just spotlight on random places and no one knows where they're going (laughs) to like put them like it's not like it's not the yeah it's theater yeah, setup but it, it's a fucking theater the setup. other thing is he that song is not a known song he knows all the words he's not even looking at the at the screen this is my other thing with it like at least yeah. l- pretend you're looking at the screen zach efron he is a magnificent talent you can't deny it I um I at first when the movie started I was like what the fuck is the whole thing going to be like this where is this going to be trapped in a ski lodge are they going to get snowed in <laughs> every yeah. every room they go into there's going to be a karaoke machine <laughs> set up and like someone's like here quick sing this song and they have to do it but I I got to all- say I was taken by it and I quite enjoyed the fact that it very quickly went into um yes. like they just know all the words and they they're harmonizing perfectly and all that shit also, there's one there's one background actor who steals the show in this first scene. If you watch it back, mm. it is the guy with the, the the Viking helmet and the party blower, younger kid out of all of them. I couldn't take yeah. my eyes off him. He is just mesmerizing, <laughs> and he doesn't come back in the in the film. It's just that one scene, and he just steals the show. I want I want to follow this guy. <laughs> oh man, this scene is kind of electric because it's like a capsulation of everything that this film is going to be. Because there's so many people, like there's so many extras in this movie. There's so many people that you're capturing on film in like this documentary way. You're capturing this document of all these people that surely the ugliest they're ever going to look in their entire life. Oh, yeah. There's something honest about <laughs> this film that Greece doesn't have, where Greece is. Travolta's the youngest and he's 23 years old. And then you've got people like Rizzo, Stocker Channing, who's like almost 40 years old. She's 35. And then everyone else is like between that, older than that. Chacha's like 50 years old or something. <laughs> and then this movie, everyone is like 16, yeah. 17, 18. Someone's 22. I actually looked it up. I've got this document here. You enter a oh movie my God. and Alexi it tells put together you, a spreadsheet of people's together- <laughs> ages and, and then the legal age of, of consent in all the states. Oh, yeah, because I was going to ask you, Alexi, because last week you you said that last week you said that like watching Heartbreak High in Greece mm. awakened you sexually. Did yes. this do have the same thing? Watching High School Musical? No, cool. this did, did, um, actually oh. closed him off. <laughs> this, closed, this closed a chapter in the Toliopolis book. <laughs> uh, the Toliopolis <laughs> book of love. But I've looked it up. You can, there's a website that I found where it's like you put the name of the movie and it tells you the name of the principal stars, the age of the principal stars. Mm. Kenny Ortega, age at the, the time he directed Greece was 56 years old. He's currently 70. Has he died? No. That's the information that this gives. Excellent. Zac Efron was 19. Vanessa Hudgens was 18. Lucas Grabile was 22. And Ashley Tisdale, age unknown. Mm. Ooh, a bit of the Rebel wow. Wilsons about it. Yes, yeah, indeed. Bit. Another little detail I'd love to point out in this opening scene is that there are these like flat screen TVs like on uh, on the stage, and you'd think that they'd be playing like some sort of screensaver type thing for the karaoke or whatever. They're just capturing live feed of other parts of the party. It's really <laughs> spooky. Like the TVs just have 
other things that are happening at that party of like teenagers hanging out. Like it's like almost like security footage. They're full color HD security footage. Someone is filming the kids' party. Yes. That's upsetting. Very upsetting stuff. Did you know this, Josh? Did you know that in this film, Zac Efron does not sing? I did know that. Drew Seeley is the man's name. I looked Drew him up. Drew As soon as I started watching, I'm like, that's not him singing. He can't, yeah. He's not singing that. It's so, so obvious have you seen, when you watch it. Have you seen Drew Seeley as well, though? No. What's he look like? No, not he's a better looking than Zac Efron. Yes, he what? is. What? My God. Yes. This guy's about to break the internet. Everyone looking him up. <laughs> look at he looks Everyone like quickly Google Drew Seeley. He looks like a cross between saucy. like Rufus Wainwright and um, oh my uh, and God, Pete Evans. Jesus, yeah, and he's, he's got hunk. gorgeous Josh Earl style hair. Oh, he's yeah, he's, he's got those <laughs> waves. Oh Damn, my God, he is. why didn't they just cast him? Yeah, the guy is so hot; it's breaking through the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I because I read this. Uh, there's this. Rolling Stone profile of Zac Efron that came out a year after this movie came out that's all about how he's the new teen heartthrob and he's the hottest guy on the planet. And it's quite interesting because he talks about how he had to accept a Billboard award for the High School Musical album because it's went gold and won a bunch of awards or whatever the fuck. Um, and he felt like a fraud because he was accepting this award for an album that he didn't sing on and it caused him to spiral and go wow. into this like existential crisis of what the fuck am I? Why am I even famous? I'm famous for a thing that I didn't do. And so he fought to sing on High School Musical 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them, but I watched a couple of songs from him today. He's not as good as Drew Seeley. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just putting that out Give there. Give Drew his due. <laughs> <laughs> yes, get Drew come in, play his older brother or something, and they get to sing duets together. Duets. Yes, we've got to get the Drew. We got so to get the Drew. I, watching it, that's two things I looked up. I looked up uh, did Zac Efron actually sing, and then the other thing I looked up is how tall is Zac Efron? Mm. Okay. Because my my whole thing with his dad making him play basketball and trying to get a scholarship, going, he's not that tall. He's mm. not going to make it. He's not going to make it in the NBA. Let him have some other passions. Yes. Let him expand his bow- his horizon so he actually doesn't like when this all falls on him. He's not just left a broken shell of a boy. Like how tall? Do you know is how he? tall? He's 173 centimeters. I'm 174. He's not going to make it in the NBA. Oh, my, God. my gosh, like, no. That's if so exciting to hear. If you've Josh L. Duncan on your brother, it's not yeah. going to work out. I love hearing that actors are shorter than me. It's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. Makes me feel so good. The first time I saw Rove in real life, I was on cloud nine. <laughs> <laughs> and Rove was only on cloud eight. <laughs> he was tiny. He's all the way down there. <laughs> I think as well, like, I think that watching this movie, it's interesting to see, like, you know, there's so many teen movies that you watch where you're like, you see all these stars be born for the first time. And I think seeing Zac Efron in this movie, it will be the first time anyone gets a real taste of the Efron. And I think that he is a star is born moment. I think that he is really charismatic in this movie. He's, He's a hunk, officially. I don't know how else to say it. He's a hunk. I can see why I mean, he he's made... no Drew Seeley. He's no Drew Seeley, obviously. 
He's Danny's no Drew right. Sealy. He's not even a Danny Zuko, okay? He's no Travolta. He's not even a Danny DeVito, who was quite <laughs> handsome in his day. He was. He was a heartthrob. He was quite striking. Yeah, he was a heartthrob, man. He's he was... on cloud four. <laughs> he's a little yeah, I mean, he's dunking on... Everyone's dunking on DeVito, but not in the looks department. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that Zac Efron is like you can see the movie star in him mm. and I think there's such a there's such a clear lineage of like teen heartthrob stars that start in musicals and then it kind of is like I don't know what they're going to do next mm. and it's interesting that like Travolta he makes he makes his start in like the musical genre like Saturday Night Fever and Grease being like, you know, two movies that are considered musicals of different types and different subgenres. And then Zac Efron does this. He does the entire trilogy. And then he doesn't come back until he does Hairspray. And that is with John Travolta, almost like John Travolta's handing down the wig, peeling it off his head (laughs) (laughs) and tossing it on the young boy. It's interesting because I, after watching it, thought that of all the people in the movie who had the biggest star potential, Vanessa mm. Hutchins, for me, was the one who was like, really? oh, she's clearly, like, because that role was, it was a nothing role, but she was actually really likable. Mm. I actually really liked Vanessa Hudgens in this movie. Well, Josh, let me t- save you some time. You don't have to read the book, The Psychopath Test, because honey, you passed it. That's insane to me <laughs> <laughs> that you thought she was good in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think she is uh, Can you just open up that website again To see how old she was at the time <laughs> She was <laughs> She was uh, Let me tell you Just ya, quickly I've lost it I've deleted the page I've deleted the page Oh uh, she was 19 she Cameron was... just made that up no, she, no, was she, was, she, was yes, she was 19 She was 19 19 at the time So I think what uh, I think she's beautiful Okay She's a very good looking person But I think Um yeah, very. Bl- I was not into the performance. It hits this thing that we talk about when we talk about movies is this idea of, I'm going to say it, babies, sl- all the Total Reboot fans, get your drinks ready to sink because Alexi's <laughs> going to say his favorite film term ever, merm. merm. Musically enhanced reality mode, which is in musicals where they begin to start they have a normal talk like well i don't really know about this maybe i don't really know about anything i don't know and they're like <laughs> lead up into the song and i think vanessa hudgens is too in merm the whole time There's she never, never feels um, like she's in reality she's never in reality or the same reality that ashley tisdale was in or anything who is heightened and broad in this movie she's never in that mode and she doesn't quite get there and I'm sorry to bring her star down in this moment. I am sorry. But I just think that she was my... <laughs> to quote one of my favourite TV shows, she was the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You invite me on this show and then you just strip me down? This is... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that, Josh. Normally, um, Alexi agrees with everything that I guests say. But I don't know why he did that to you. I'm really sorry. Yeah, embarrassed just sorry, honey. I'm I'm on Josh's <sighs> side. We both think that she's hot. <laughs> Josh didn't That's say what that. Josh said and I said it too. <laughs> he didn't say that. No, Josh said it and I just I agreed. Oh I didn't say it. Oh my goodness. Gracious. <laughs> gracious. I didn't gracious come around. Man. I didn't come around until Spring Breakers on thinking she mm. was attractive. 
Well, yeah, well that is how also old is she problematic. That? That's what I want to know. She's old enough. That's all I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about um my two favorite stars in this film mm. are the incestuous brother sister duo of Ashley Tisdale and that other guy. His name is Lucas John Grabeel. Early Light. Yeah, yeah, the John Early Junior. John even earlier they might call him. <laughs> I really liked them in this. I think they were very funny, particularly Ashley Tisdale, who played... um, It was a performance that I described to Alexi as like the divine in John Waters' movies. It's Mm. like a really broad, almost drag queen performance of a bitch. And Mm. it's so fucking intoxicating (laughs) and fun to watch. She rules. But also, are they meant to be the... Is she meant to be the coolest person in the school? Why is everyone... Afraid of it, like the, the costume designer of this movie had never seen a teenager before. Everyone's dressing like they're fifty years old. Like everyone's got little like hats Zac, on. Yeah, Zach Efron's wearing like a button-up shirt. He's the meant to be the jock. He's never just wearing a t-shirt. He's wearing like a collared shirt, long sleeve. It's like it's just ridiculous how they're dressed. And like yeah. then they're meant to be like, "Ooh, don't p- get Sharpay offside." It's like, but she's a massive nerd. Who's in love with her? Like what is? <laughs> She's her rude. best friend is her weird brother that's in love with her. <laughs> and the brother's always wearing those little Barbara Streisand caps too. Those little like <laughs> puffed up oh. puffed up newsy hats. Everyone in this movie is dressed like insane. The baggy jeans going over the entirety of their shoes. Like their shoes are a secret. They're trying to hide them. <laughs> but also everyone has so many like patches on them. So many hats and accessories. Yeah. They and like Sharpe and all of them are literally dressed like the pigeon lady in Home Alone Two, where there's so much yeah. stuff going on. There's guano dripping off them. It's crazy. Even the basketball and- team, the basketball team, their jerseys are like satin with like puffy yeah. shoulders. It's like red silk. It's like a Peter Pan shirt. Red silk with like these pointy ass shoulders. It's so fucking funny. Also. One more thing on the basketball team. Like, they do the training, and there's, like, 10 people on the team, and then they go on to have a shower, and there's, like, 40 kids in the shower block when <laughs> the drama teacher walks in. It's like, where are all these kids coming from showering? Like, yeah. That was bizarre. Oh, and also, like, I love the teachers. This Meryl Streep teacher, the drama teacher, yeah. oh, my God. To have uh, if to be anyone in this movie, I would love to have been her. How old was she in this? Because she was also very beautiful. I would say she's old enough. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. Like I think that was a really fun caricature of like what a drama teacher is. But the, my favorite other character was a character played by Olesa Rulin, who played Kelsey Nielsen, who is the composer of the musical. <laughs> this strange little quiet mousy girl, and I I love this performance that no, she did. You don't. I did. I <laughs> thought she was. I thought she was had what it took to be a star what are in this you role. About? I love that she's like this weird little mousy girl with these cargo pants on and stuff. Your and favorite his tiny star. Glasses. I had loved the tiny little glasses. Your favorite that she wore. star of this. But, movie is the girl the quiet girl has five lines yeah I thought that she was funny I thought it was so funny that they've got this budding romance where like Zac Efron and like and Vanessa Hudgens are like falling in love in like this kind of like slightly Romeo and Juliet forbidden love because their cliques don't get along and then it's all the while this little this little weird mousy girl's just sitting on the piano watching them fall in love <laughs> just like awkward around them I thought that was a real delight for me 
And the highlight of the entire movie is at the end when they all sing. The, I actually don't. We're all in this together. They sing this gorgeous song, and I don't really know what's happening. I don't. They're not graduating. They're just like the musical. <laughs> they goes haven't even on done the musical. <laughs> no, yeah. they just had a callback in front of the whole <laughs> yeah, school. Exactly, and she just and. There's a moment where someone just takes... She's always wearing little hats. Another yeah. detail I love. She always wears little hats. Little and then someone hats. just takes her hat off and she like flicks her hair out and she has like a freaking glow up in one second. And I was like, this is good. This is what I like about this movie is that the whole movie is about this heterosexual couple falling in love. But the rest of the movie is incredibly gay. Yeah. The rest of the movie is so gay. And I'm like, oh, this is why people like this. I, 100%. That's why people like it. There's a whole se- uh, sequence in the movie, a song called Stick to the Status Quo, mm-hmm. which is about how stick to your click. Stay to your group. Yes. Don't try to be anything other than you are not. The whole purpose of the song is it goes around all these different groups and one person in each group spills a secret that they are embarrassed yes. about. And they're all something like like the jock says, I secretly like to bake. Mm-hmm. And the stoner kid says, I play the cello. And the nerdy girl says, I like hip-hop dancing. Yes. But the subtext of the whole song is, I'm gay. I'm actually gay. <laughs> yes. I'm actually secretly gay and everyone's going, Don't don't admit it. Yeah. Just say you're not and just dance. It's fine. Like, that's we'll just how carry you stay on. in Disney. You don't admit to this stuff. Exactly. I think that's the subtext of the whole movie is that it's saying mm-hmm. in a Disney way that you are allowed to be whatever you want to be. If that's straight, gay, yes. whatever. Your true authentic self, you shall be able to become that person and you should go for it. Also, I am interested in seeing if in High School Musical 2 and 3, if the skater dude who was very angry that his friend played cello comes mm. back because he was he was really playing for the back of the room there. He was, yeah, that was big. Oh, this is my one chance. No! No! Yeah. What the hell, dude? He also seemed a lot older than everyone else. Yeah. yeah. And he was an accomplished actor. He seemed really good. I love the Stoner <laughs> Skater Boys. They were another crew that was like, that was me. That was school. my crew in high school. That was my crew, and I was like, I see them. They, I see them. I see them up on screen. I, I related to the cello kid because I was mm. like, I secretly also, I want to be a comedian. Mm. And they were like, no, stick to the status quo. Yeah. Keep smoking bongs. <laughs> Keep smoking bongs, <laughs> I was, brother. I was very much the Troy playing basketball, but really wanted mm. to get on the stage, guys. Yeah. Just my love yeah. of the theatre. This the is boards. the Josh L story. This really is your yeah. film. It really is. Can I ask you a question yeah. about the basketball scenes in this movie, Josh? Are they accurate and are they a good team? I would say they're better than I thought they were going to be. As soon as I knew there was basketball, I thought, oh, this is going to be my one thing I hate about films. We're going to hire actors who cannot play the sport that they've been hired to pretend to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But these guys are okay. Zach Efron was okay at basketball. He sunk a hoop in front of his dad. Yeah, that's the, the only dream. thing was though, like, and I don't know, but a, a short white kid's not going to be the star player. I don't care mm. where you are, like that is not, yeah. that's yeah. not never going to happen. Like, and he's also like the only white player on his team. No, nah, there's a few others. But there's a few, but there's also around. the thing of instead of they always always call him the playmaker. No one says that he's the point guard. Like this is <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know what I thought it was going to come back. I thought it was going to be like this kind of recurring playmaker. We're going to do a play. We're going to make the play, and he's going to. There's going to be some crazy mix-up where someone thinks he's talking about that, but it wasn't. It just kind of was like, no, we're just going to call him the playmaker. 
Well, he he calls that little nerdy composer girl the playmaker at the end, and he yes. gives her the, he gives her the um, Be- ball, the winning game ball, because she's making the play. She's a composer, also a playmaker. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous movie moment. It's pure <laughs> cinema. <laughs> He could have just said, you're the point guard. You're the point guard of this theatre. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to keep an eye out, Josh. Uh, do you remember the scene where the boys try to convince him to give up this musical shit and just focus on basketball? And they do so by giving this incredibly intricate presentation that harkens back to the Wildcats' <laughs> many years of victory. And they show framed photos of all these former star players, including Zac Efron's dad. Um, I tried to keep an eye out to see if any of the photos they showed were of African-American guys. And I'm, I'm, I can't remember if I've just rewritten history in my head, but I think they're all white guys. All the photos are like, look at all the great players we've had in the past. And they're all just like dumpy looking white guys. There's pictures of Andrew Gaze. Yeah, they're all Larry Bird. (laughs) I do like, though, that they've come back to school in the first week. They've got their big championship game. The first week back from school, like it's <laughs> yeah, that's normal. <laughs> Where did the rest of the season go? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, they've only I didn't. Did they even verse another school, or it's just like you're versing that... the kids that don't go to practice? Yeah. <laughs> and also, like the big spelling bee or whatever she's doing, it's the same day. Math quiz yeah, or academic whatever. Decathlon. Academic decathlon, also, or whatever. Decapitate me, academically. I don't give a shit. The other thing is, like, if you're doing a musical, if the whole school band's at the actual basketball game because they've got the school band playing there, you go, oh, we can't have the we can't have the tryouts on the same day as the big gig, the big uh, basketball true. match because all the bands there, like, you've got to like that's an admin error. <laughs> Yeah, the real all the movie. excitement's happening at once, and there's some poor secretary. That's oh true. God, I frazzled, I frazzled. That's the real movie that I want to see. Is like the student body coordinator with a big yeah. whiteboard, being like, "Okay, well, look, we've got the school band <laughs> over here doing the fucking basketball game, so you can't have them there." And it's O week. It's also O week. It's orientation. Why don't we schedule them all on the one day in the first week of school? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us? It's okay, it's just the rehearsals. They don't need to go. Yeah, yeah. Or auditions or whatever. Yeah, it's they, uh, that's the crazy thing to me about this movie was that they never did the musical and I didn't know that. So when it got to about 80 minutes into this movie and they still hadn't <laughs> cast the musical, I started having a fucking panic attack that it was going to be a four-hour movie. <laughs> Like, they haven't even started fucking rehearsing. Oh, my god! Because I thought it was going to end with them on stage, in character, like, doing Romeo and Juliet mm. or whatever it is, and, like, they have to kiss on stage. None yes. of that shit happened. Oh, you got to watch part two and do three. Do they do it in two or three? Sure. I watched the end of part three. I watched the final musical scene because I'm like, i got to see where this goes, what happens. They just mm-hmm. graduated. Do they do a musical? They. I don't know. I only watched this thing where they just, they're all wearing their... Like their robes with a little gorgeous little hat, and they're like dressed like sorcerers or whatever they do in the states. And then they <laughs> they graduate, they all dance together at the end. And then there was like a bloopers reel that was very fun. Zach Efron's goofing around on set, George Clooney style pranking and stuff. And then the final thing that you see in High School Musical is for a long ass time in the credits, 
they gave they were just like and here's the 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 contest winner from that or that or did, that did a won a contest to be part of the movie and he's just like this highlights reel of this amazing young dancer who's just dancing so much it's the end of this iconic franchise and it just ends with some fan that got in that got on board because he sent like a clip into <laughs> Disney Channel or whatever wouldn't it be funny if the fan that got into the third movie was just <laughs> One of the guys from the first movie that's not famous. I didn't make it. Yeah, it's like the fucking the blonde brother, the incest brother. <laughs> but he's in all of them. Grabeel is Drew Seeley. Oh, Drew Seeley. Oh, tragically, contest. Drew Seeley. We lost him. Please let me be in the movie. <laughs> um, another thing I want to say about this movie is like this is kind of interesting as a, like the subgenre of musical that it is because there's so many different types of musicals like there's you know the biopic musicals or jukebox musicals this is like one that is like as old as like sound cinema because it doesn't really exist on as on stage musicals and it doesn't exist in on stage musicals that are translated to the str- to the screen this is like exclusively a cinematic type of musical called a backstage musical where everyone in the film is in a musical mm-hmm. and the songs don't progress the plot they only progress they're only just part of a musical that they're all in and so like gold diggers of 1933 and like yeah, busby berkeley musicals that's what they all were they're just people that are in a musical you see their everyday life around the musical and then they sing when they're in the musical but this has a bit of a hybridization to it where yeah there's a few songs where they're like actually listen being gay is awesome and stuff like that <laughs> but so there are some songs that progress a plot which i think is so this is like so high grade for t te- like tweens to interpret like mm. what's going on because it's like all these different types of musicals rolled into one thing but then you're right there are some just straight up uh pop songs or bangers that mm. don't do anything like bop to the top the one that Sharpay, I think Sharpay sings that. Is that the one Sharpay yeah. and her brother sing? That's just like this serves no purpose. But can I just say, did with those two songs, I reckon Sharpay and her brother did the better performance. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the first one they did? The the one they do in the audition. Their chemistry is undeniable. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it would be disgusting to witness them play lovers in a play, oh, it would scar it. the audience. But. You got a cast where the feeling is. Oh, what I've been looking for is their first one. Yeah. Um, what I've been looking for. But also, I it like upsets my little mouse girl because she's like, listen, they they tarnished they, my song yeah, because they made good. it boppy so it wouldn't be sexually charged and romantic. But do you guys want to hear how it actually goes? I'll slow it down for you. And she yeah. helps them fall in love, this little mouse. Yeah. I look, I got to tell you. Having not knowing any of these songs, I think I was vaguely familiar with Breaking Free from like I saw someone do it at karaoke or something, and it's just one of those songs that people people know. Mm. I I <laughs> w- am surprised at how fucking good these pop songs are. They're way better than I thought they were going to be. And I was telling Alexi just before they do this incredible trick with this movie, where they play the main song Breaking Free three times in mm. little bits and pieces during the song, during the movie, just in bits and pieces, you hear bits of it, so that by the time they finally perform it at the end, you're like, oh, this song, I love this song, as if yeah. you've known it your whole fucking life, mm. and you're singing along with it and shit. I think that's very clever and sneaky, Disney. Yes. Very sneaky. Very sneaky. But I, I came away from this musical, I thought I was really going to hate it. I definitely didn't hate it. 
I definitely didn't love it, mm. but I have come away really liking the songs. Wow. Annoyingly. I can vouch yeah, for I... that. I've been with Cam at work all day. He's been singing all the songs. I have been. <laughs> <laughs> I, on the other end of that, couldn't sing you a single song from it now, and I watched it last night. So they completely did not enter my brain at all. I, I can say, get your head in the game, and that's about it. That's the only one I remember. I'm the same as you. I've got no idea how Cameron's got these earworms burrowing through his brain right now. I'm like, yeah, get your head in the game, and like, status quo. That's all I know. What's he, I've got the brother's face in my memory, though, every time mm. he was dancing, he pulled that weird face, which yes. is what, at one time, surely the directors went, hey, maybe less of that face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> stop straining so hard. Oh, my gosh. I loved him. I love this kid. Do you know that they, um, there's, this franchise not, does not just end with the, the trilogy. Mm. And most people, you know, they'll say Star Wars is their original trilogy, Back mm-hmm. to the Future, Godfather. For me, it well, is the, the Jackass trilogy. trilogy. Oh yeah, the of Jack- course, the <laughs> beloved Jackass trilogy. Jackass trilogy. This also has Sharpay gets her own movie in 2011. What is it? Sharpay's fabulous adventure. Oh my gosh! It's direct to DVD film starring Ashley Tisdale, where her character Sharpay is trying to get a role in a Broadway show. Wow! I think that's very. Oh my god, that's bizarre. staying alive. That's, that's what staying alive oh, is. Yeah, the right. sequel to Saturday Night Fever. You're right. Thank Isn't you. It strange that like a Disney movie. Gives a spin-off to the villain. Yeah. At some point, they realise that the villain is actually probably the most charismatic person in the franchise. They should do with all the Disney yeah. villains. I want to see fucking Hook like <laughs> getting a Broadway show. I want to see Divine working the clubs. I want to see all does that she, shit. Does she sing in that movie, Cam? Do you know if she sings in that other movie? I don't. Because in Chappé's Fabulous Adventure. Because I'm not sure because she had a deviated septum, so she had to have a nose a nose yes. job because of a uh... deviated septum. So... I'm not sure if that's affected her singing career. Yes. Yeah, that's a good question. Josh spilling the tea on Total Reboot. It does say on the official Wikipedia page that she sang the songs My Boy and Me and the Rest of My Life in this film. That sounds like she has a little son. Does she have a little son? Boy is spelled B B O I. Oh, so it's not. It's a skater boy that she's interested in. (laughs) 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 The guy that played cello is back. And cello, he's going to get laid. (laughs) There was also a stage show of this, High School Musical, the musical. Mm -hmm. Everyone came back for it, with the exception of who? Zach Efron. Wow. And he was replaced by who? Our boy with an eye. Drew Seeley. Drew Seeley. Drew Seeley, the hottest dude in the the High School Musical franchise. Wow. He comes back. How disappointing is that for teenage girls, though, going to see High School the Musical live? Yeah. (laughs) And tonight's performance of Zac Efron will be played by Drew Seeley. (laughs) And they'd be like, boo. Oh, boo, Seeley. No, thank you. (laughs) And then there's a new show of it that's on now. Disney Plus. Yeah, it's called High School Musical the Musical the Series. And it sounds like this fucking bizarre meta take Mm. on it where it's kids that grew... uh, It's a sitcom about kids who grew up loving High School Musical that are now putting on a version of High School Musical, the musical, at their Mm. school or some shit. Fucking mental. Disney's gone batshit. Bring (laughs) back the days of fucking Scrooge McDuck. Yes. (laughs) Get Darkwing Duck in there. Make a musical about him or something. But also, there's another show on Disney Plus that is like very much like in this High School Musical canon that I... 
I loved this show. I really fell for it. It's called Encore, and it's hosted by Kristen Bell, but she's barely in it, so don't let that stop you from watching it. And she, it's... <laughs> Why did you say that? I have a problem. Yeah, you like her. What's no, wrong with her? I have to air my opinion about everything I talk What's about. What's your problem with Kristen Bell? Too married to Dax Shepard. I knew and Dax I wanted, was going to be involved. I wanted Dax. I knew you I were a Dax. Dax head. You're a big Dax Oh, head. I'm a Daxophile, dude. I'm a diehard Dax head, dude. Did you love him on Parenthood? Loved him on Parenthood. You That's a dream him role on, for me. Uh, punked. Loved him on Punked as a young fella. I thought he was great. And I, I love him in Idiocracy. I like him in Without a Paddle. That's co-starring uh, Seth Green. <laughs> yeah, that's Seth and Green and some other cunt. Matthew Lillard. Oh, is it? I think it's Matthew Lillard. <laughs> I and... like his podcast. Oh yeah, the Dax. Never... Alexi likes it too. <laughs> the Dax Files or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, uh, isn't it armchair expert or something? Like that? I think it's isn't armchair it? expert. <laughs> yeah, but um, he, the, this show is. It's really heartwarming, especially if you're a drama or theatre kid in high school. They get all these people that were in their high school musical, whether it was like Grease or High School Musical itself or Godspell, whatever they are, Annie. And they get all these people to come back like decades later and put on like a version of that musical again. And like sometimes they play the same part, sometimes they don't. And it's a documentary series. So it's like really, it's really heartwarming seeing all these people come back together decades after they've seen each other for the last time and like where their lives have gone. They get a professional Broadway director and choreographer to put, to help put it on so they can learn it in a week. And there's one where they do high school musical and it's people that were in the first, like, when they got the rights to do it in high school. It's, like, the first batch that did that. So there's always people like that now, like, in their about to hit 30, coming back and doing this thing. I found it really interesting. There's something really sweet about this show. And I would highly recommend it if you were a theatre kid. Like your auntie, for example. I would love to see... I would love to see her and her gang play, come back so she can play Rizzo one last time. <laughs> yeah, she might almost be as old as Stocky Channing now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading more about how much Disney have wrung money out of this franchise because they are, I don't know if you know this about them, but they are notorious money grubs, the mm. Disney Corporation. <laughs> They're obsessed with cash, the mouse. <laughs> and um, they've not only done the stage show, they've also done a High School Musical on Ice tour, um, six video games. What? And a book a video game called Stories the video? From is it just Time. Is it just like sing- SingStar? Is that what the video game is? There's sing-along ones, dance-along ones. There's a GTA oh, okay. clone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's free world. It's a free world where you get to roam around these time. There's like a leisure shoot Larry one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the book series, that sounds crazy to me. It's called Stories from East High. And uh, according to the official Wikipedia page, Disney announced that a new book would be published every 60 days from February 2007. <laughs> <laughs> and they've not let up. A decade and a half later, every 60 days, we are onslaughted by another iteration of the sweet life of high schoolers at East High. That's so funny if they're like, we want to stop, but we made this promise back in 2007. <laughs> every 60 days, some poor schmo has to churn out a fucking another story from East High. Look, I don't know. Overall, I got to say, I thought I was going to 
really, really hate this movie and I, I've come away from it a little bit charmed. Mm. Maybe not charmed enough to watch two and three, mm. but I'm a bit more excited for Hairspray now than I was before. Yeah, me too. Josh, did you enjoy your time at East High? I, I didn't. I didn't love it. My wife loved it. She she watched Did it with you me. Really? Yeah, I I hired this from YouTube for three dollars. I was gonna oh, wow. get the the high definition one, but I thought no, I'm not spending that extra dollar for it. So I just had the the standard <laughs> definition. <laughs> and uh, I look, I three dollars well spent. It was fine. Yes. Why do you think she liked it so much? Why was your wife so into it? <clears throat> she used to sing these. She's a she was a music therapist, so she used to sing this to some of her clients. So she knew some of the songs, wow. and uh, okay. she loves this kind of the camp stuff. And the she used to watch Glee and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I fucking forgot Glee existed. Yeah, of course, Glee's part of this shit as well. Yeah, Glee Absolutely. wouldn't exist without this shit. Cursed show that one. Yeah, yeah, it's a cursed it show. It's a cursed show. A lot of stuff going on, and it's probably just because Leah Michelle rude to extras. I've heard. Probably won't curse them all. Uh, but Josh, thank you so much for joining us on Total Reboot. We've wanted to have you on this show for so long. I'm so glad oh. that all this stuff in the world could force us to yeah. start doing more yeah. podcasts online. Alexi and I have big COVID fans, and we're so happy yeah. that it has led to us figuring out how to do Zoom podcasts so we well, can I- finally get you on the show. I'm glad that you held off on High School Musical until this moment. So that's good. <laughs> but Josh, you're a host of probably my favorite podcast, Don't You Know Who I Am. Tell the people oh. what it's all about. It's called Don't You Know Who I Am. It's a quiz where all the questions about the four guests live. So it's it's you you learn a lot. It's lots of fun stories, lots of talk about shitting yourself. And it <laughs> comes out every single Wednesday evening. So there you go. It's 220 episodes so far. It is it's the so good. best podcast. Everyone will love it. If you've not discovered it yet, it's like the best Australian podcast, the funniest. It's so good. Great guests. Cameron and I have been on it together as well. So if yeah. you want, that's an episode to launch yourself into the brand new world of Don't You Know Who I Am. That's true. Yeah, it's absolute fucking blast. And I got to talk with you about one of my favorite film franchises, one of yours as well, the Jackass series on your Which? special top five podcast. Yeah, so I do a Patreon episode, uh, podcast called Top 5, where I just count down the top five things. Alexi and I, we talked about best narrative comedies. Mm-hmm. And it was an absolute pleasure and joy to do that. That was very good. And also, ever since talking about Jackass, Cam, yeah. it's, all, it's all happening again. They're making Jackass 4. It's coming out next year. Oh like, Steve-O's doing all these interviews. Oh. Bam, Bam is every morning going to have a drug test. He's back, baby. Wow! He can't talk, but he's back. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, that's every so morning, exciting. Every morning on set, he has to do a, like a urine sample to prove that he's still clean. So they, then they're gonna like keep him alive. I heard they the, make Preston do the uh, testing of it. <laughs> Preston has to drink the urine, <laughs> and if he detects anything, Bam's off, dude. This tastes like weed. He's been smoking weed. <laughs> That's awesome. Fuck, we got something to look forward to. And may I just say, if they are bringing back a franchise, do you know what that's called, baby? It's a total reboot. That's true. I will pledge to you now, we will reunite the boys. We will be talking jackass on Total Reboot. That's that a counts, great baby. idea. That is a great idea. That counts. When it comes back, the three of us will get back together and do this. Yes, honey. And, and then we will all... 
eat each other's shit or something. Yes. I don't know yet. We'll do something. We're going to you know freaking Wii Man style, dude. I when it comes to how about, how about I, I fly to Sydney and we watch it together? Yes. Okay. That's good. I like and that. And you're going to fly on the front of the plane, dude. <laughs> it's a jackass prank, dude. We're punking yourselves. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Josh. You're a legend. Thanks, boys. It's been a pleasure. Guys, if you want to hear more from us, you can head over to patreon.com slash totalreboot and sign up for just five bucks a month. You get access to our bonus podcast where we talk about our beloved actors and four or five performances that we love by them. We did a wrap-up of Nicolas Cage on there to wrap up our Locked in the Cage miniseries. And currently, we're releasing some old episodes from the Total... Some old episodes from the Blank Slate Movie Podcast Vault that starred John Travolta. We're talking about Stay Night Fever and Staying Alive over the next couple of weeks. And they're very fun to listen to. It's been so long that I had heard them. They're from like five years ago. Mm. And we had it back then as well, I'll tell you. <laughs> we were funny talking about movies. We never changed. We, we always had this talent. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, and as well... Coming up next on this podcast, I believe we're going to be looking at another Travolta ripoff. This time it's a Travolta-led ripoff. We're going to be looking at Blow Up and Blow Out, two movie classics. Yes. Now, Josh, you probably don't know them, but you've probably heard of a blow job. (laughs) (laughs) I've watched Blow Up. I know films. Yes, baby. All right, all right. Okay. Try to to trip you up there. Yes, but unfortunately, you know. Tell me more about this blow job. Oh, you're gonna I'll send you a video. <laughs> Bloody COVID. Bloody COVID's <laughs> taken all my jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh.